Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to CBS News Roundup ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. The President and the Pope. They share a faith that is built on compassion. Finalizing a spending deal. I really think that we can come to a resolution very quickly. Cuomo criminal complaint. What he did to me was a crime. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup, a face-to-face meeting at the Vatican, President Joe Biden and Pope Francis. Mr. Biden begins a foreign trip that features a G20 summit and climate talks. Here's CBS News White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy. It's good to be back. The president and first lady were greeted in a Vatican courtyard by papal officials. I'm Joe's husband. The White House said the closed-door meeting between the two leaders would be focused on the fight against the pandemic, the plight of the poor, and efforts to combat climate change. Monsignor Anthony Figueroa is a CBS News papal and Vatican contributor. Two Catholics who share very common interests. And for the first Catholic president in six decades, this visit is also personal. Mr. Biden has spoken of how the Pope counseled him after the death of his son, Beau. Asked about the controversy in the American Catholic Church over Mr. Biden's support of abortion rights, Figueroa said Francis wouldn't judge the president. We shepherd, we do not condemn. That is Pope Francis's bottom line. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, with the president in Rome. Before he left Washington, the president hailed a scaled-down social spending plan. As we hear from CBS's Laura Podesta, it still needs final touches. We understand that it's 90% written. That 10% should just hopefully be very quick based on the framework that the president gave us. Led by Washington's Pramila Jayapal, House progressives refused to vote on the infrastructure bill without a deal on the social and climate package. Still up in the air is the support of two moderates, Senators Kirsten Sinema and Joe Manchin. Neither committed to voting for the plan. There's new trouble for former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, who was forced to resign over sexual misconduct allegations. CBS's Jerika Duncan reports he's now been hit with a misdemeanor criminal complaint, and prosecutors will have to decide whether to move forward on it. A complaint says in December of last year, on the second floor of the governor's executive mansion, Cuomo did intentionally, forcibly place his hand under the blouse shirt of the victim, specifically the victim's left breast, for the purpose of degrading and gratifying his sexual desires. It was certainly not consensual. Although the alleged victim listed in the complaint has not been identified. Many of the details match the story told to us by Cuomo's former executive assistant, Brittany Camisso, in an exclusive interview last August. He put his hand up my blouse 
and cupped my breast over my bra. In a statement, Camiso's attorney said his client was surprised by the filing of the criminal complaint, but will continue cooperating in pursuit of blind justice. The Justice Department has reached a deal with the victims and families of nine people shot and killed at a black church six years ago in Charleston, South Carolina. CBS's Jeff Pegues says the shooter was able to buy his gun because the government mishandled a required background check. The settlement amount, $88 million, was chosen for a reason. The shooter, Dylan Roof, who was sentenced to die for a federal hate crime, was known to wear the number 88, which is code for white supremacy. Family members of those who were killed say while this is a step toward closure, no amount of money will ever bring back their loved ones. I have a young daughter that has a fear of sitting in a church because she thinks somebody of a different color is going to come in there and open fire. Even with the settlement, this is a nightmare. For the first time in public, a detainee at Guantanamo Bay has described in detail brutal interrogation at CIA black sites. Forced feedings, waterboarding, and sexual abuse, as told by Majid Khan, an al-Qaeda courier to a military jury, Katya Justin is his attorney. It was very detailed and emotional and really laid bare the sadistic treatment that he experienced at the hands of the CIA. That jury is considering Khan's sentence for war crimes. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. It's showdown day in New York City. By the end of the workday, city employees will have to show proof they've received at least one COVID-19 vaccine shot. Those who don't will be put on leave. It could mean fewer police officers and firefighters will be on the job. I've got the vaccine myself personally, but still it's a freedom of choice for some of these guys. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio vows to fill gaps and hold firm. People want these jobs. Anyone that doesn't want to do the job anymore... I know someone else will step up and fill it. There is court action to try to stop the mandate. Florida is suing the Biden administration over its COVID vaccine mandate for federal contractors, and the Education Department has asked a judge to block Florida from cutting federal aid to a pair of school districts over their mask mandates. There's where the Justice Department is in talks to pay children and parents who were separated at the southern border under the Trump administration's zero-tolerance policy to settle lawsuits that have been filed. The Wall Street Journal indicates payments could be around $450,000 per person affected. Unsettling scene last night in a terminal at Los Angeles International Airport. They were running for their lives, and then I heard someone say, a gun. The panic is word got around someone might have a gun. Police say there were no shots fired, no gun was found, but two people were detained for questioning. 300 were evacuated from the terminal and flights were affected for a couple of hours. Well, critics say Mark Zuckerberg is trying to change the subject from his empire's troubles 
by changing the name of his company, Facebook, to Meta. He tried to explain it in a video. Our brand is so tightly linked to one product that it can't possibly represent everything that we're doing today, let alone in the future. He says his company is developing more surround-yourself technology known as the Metaverse. Facebook, the social site, will keep its name, so will Instagram, Messenger, and WhatsApp. The head coach of the NHL's Florida Panthers has resigned. CBS's Jennifer Kuyper tells us Joel Quenville knew about but did not act on abuse claims from a player with a team he used to coach. Quenville was the Chicago Blackhawks head coach when the 2010 allegations were made. His resignation from the Panthers came after a meeting with NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman to discuss his handling of the Blackhawks' sexual abuse case during the team's 2010 Stanley Cup run. Quenville is the second winningest coach in NHL history. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Baseball's Fall Classic is set to resume. After a day off for travel, Game 3 is set to take place here in Atlanta tonight. Braves fans have been waiting a long time for the World Series to return here. Oh, man, was that 1999? 1999. It's been a long time. Yeah. The series right now is all even at one game apiece. Weather could play a role. The forecast calls for rain much of the day. Steve Futterman, CBS News at the World Series in Atlanta. The New York Times reports NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell made a total of nearly $128 million in salary, bonuses, and other benefits over the league's past two fiscal years. That figure emerged at owners' meetings that just wrapped up in New York City. 90% came from bonuses Goodell earned for helping arrange a new labor deal with players and negotiate a massive media rights package. That's the World News Roundup. The broadcast is produced by Paul Ferry. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> I respond to quickly. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See, that, that, does, that doesn't count. <laughs> Sure, I responded to everything because responding to you, putting reruns up on the podcast, was like a form of employment. Yeah. And I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you 
It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money, and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.